0: dependis Explaining the podcast, your one-stop shop for all military-related things, true crime, and uh, you know, it is just me, Jen, today, Veronica is on vacation, so it's just going to be me for a couple episodes, a little bit different than what we usually do, we'll get back into our true crime um, once she gets back, and we'll get that back and rolling, But for now, we're going to have a couple episodes with some interviews with a few people of different things. And it's going to be awesome and you're going to love it because I love it and it's exciting. So stay tuned. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you are listening from, whatever your listening platform is share with all your friends and family because we got really good information and we're just really fun to listen to obviously. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you a military spouse. Her name is Morgan and she has some exciting things to share with us today. Hi Morgan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good nervous yeah me too (laughs) i'm like i know it's been a while since i've been podcasting so i'm like rusty i've never
1: been on a podcast before so it's all brand new to me it's good it's gonna
0: be fine it's like we're both brand new at it again it's fine um so morgan
1: what will we be discussing with you today uh so today we're gonna talk about my crazy ridiculous um marriage that happened two years ago. it was a double proxy marriage in the state of Montana. So neither one <gasps> of my husband. <laughs> <laughs> neither one of your husbands. <laughs> so my husband or I were not at our, at our own wedding um, ceremony. So it's pretty unique and I'm excited to dive into that.
0: Crazy. Crazy. Um, if some of you might remember episode 92, I talked about marriage by proxy. So now I have live in the flesh somebody who actually has gone through... And has done a double marriage by proxy, so yeah, Morgan, just dive on in, tell
1: us about it, yeah, um, so a double pro- so proxy marriage means that somebody stands in for you um at your own wedding, double proxy meaning that both people are absent, and both people have a proxy standing in. Um. So it's only legal in the state of Montana. Um, for Crazy. residents or for um, anybody in the armed armed forces, active duty, regardless of um their residency. So it is just this wild thing, you know, mm-hmm. because marriage is typically it's about being present with each other. So to even think that it's legal without right. you being there is like how is how is that even legal
0: right cuz yeah. the marriage license and the signing of everything yeah. and just yeah yeah
1: so we didn't even sign our own marriage license actually so that's, that's done by the crazy. proxy and everything yeah. yeah
0: that's crazy so you just have random people's signatures on your yeah, marriage license yeah um
1: actually it's this uh couple her her name is April and his name is Chris Cohen they're um they're a couple who live in the state of Montana and they run this business It's called Proxy Marriage. You can find their website, ProxyMarriage.com, or if you Google it, it's the first one that comes up. Mm -hmm. And they stand in together for each, like, the wife and the husband, and they sign it. So apologies for the random kid noises in the background, but you guys (laughs) know
0: this happens to us all the time. So sorry about that, Morgan. Keep going. Oh, it's okay.
1: (laughs) Um, So they actually have a whole staff. Um, I'm on their website right now looking at it, and it says that April... Um, is the owner and operator and the proxy for the bride. Chris Cohen is the co-owner and the proxy for the groom. And then they have um, a minister, two ministers on their staff. that um, They're the ones who do the ceremony with them. And then the county that this takes place in is Flathead County in the state of Montana, which I've never been to. That's where I'm married, but I've never been. Never stepped a single foot in the state of Montana. Well, that's somewhere you'll have to go. I know. Yeah. When you're back in the states. Yeah, Malachi, my husband Malachi and I have talked about how we want to, like, spend an anniversary there, hopefully in the future, just to see where it all started, even though we've never been, yeah.
0: That's so cute. What a good idea. Oh, that's adorable.
1: I'd love to make it to Montana. Montana's beautiful in all the pictures you see online. So I don't don't think it would be a bad.
0: Um, Yes. My lovely host, Veronica, was stationed in Montana for... I think she was only there for three years. The Lucky Duck again got overseas after that. But that's how I met her because they came to England. But they were in Montana before and she said it was absolutely gorgeous. So you would have a good time there. Plenty to do. Very cool. Okay, so... What got you into, you know, considering proxy a mar- uh, proxy marriage? Like, yeah. what? What? Where did this come from?
1: Okay, so this is a long and complicated story, <laughs> I guess. So bear with me as I try to tell it all um, in all of its glory. So it all started. I was um, fresh out of high school, <laughs> um, and uh, that same year. Uh, my husband, my now husband, Malachi, uh, had just wrapped up his second year of college, and he wasn't doing very well um, in the situations he was in, and he decided to leave with his younger brother, who had also just graduated high school, um, and join the Air Force. And I was really scared about that originally, but we went in with the plan that he was going to graduate BMT. Um, he went in open general, so he didn't even know what job he was going to be doing at the time. Um. But we had said that we can do long distance. It's going to be fine. You know, he'll get stationed stateside somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, the time zone won't be that bad. We'll be able to fly back and forth to see each other. Um, And so he went and I went to college. Um, I had a wonderful time at college. I was studying um, dance and uh, business, dance and accounting, actually. I changed it. Um, Dance and accounting at Muhlenberg College in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And he went off to Texas. Um it was the first week of my second semester he graduated um in january uh b m t he found out that he was going to be a contracting he lets a job he got chosen i don't know they it just like assigned him. yes that yeah in yeah. in the middle of um basic training and so in and this january, was in twenty twenty right when yes you, when yes. you graduated so I graduated high school in twenty nineteen so he left. For BMT November 2019 and graduated the very beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. So back then all, the world was all good and well, and yep. there was there was no giant pandemic, um, not yet. So that's important to keep in <laughs> mind. Um, and yep. he still was we were still on track. I flew down to San Antonio to see him graduate, and that was amazing. That's truly a phenomenal ceremony. And if anybody anybody who has seen that ceremony or any sort of um, basic training graduation ceremony knows that it's just um, it gives you goosebumps. It's just so amazing to see. Um, and it made me really proud that he was in the in the military, even though at first I was so like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, right. like our lives are going to be so different. Um, and then I went back to school. He went on to tech school. Um, he stayed in San Antonio. He didn't have to leave for tech school. Um, and then about halfway through mid-February, he calls me up. I'm sitting in the dining hall of my college. Up on the, We had like a balcony up above and I'm sitting there with um, my one uh, really good friend. She was in the wedding, actually, and he called me and he's like, guess what, guess what, guess what? I found out where I'm going. I know where I'm going now. And I was like, where? By like, expecting like any of the East Coast bases that he put on. That's where he really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. He's like, Guam what i was like i, I remember i um sorry I, I threw my like i slammed my hand down on the table and it made like this great big noise and everybody in the dining hall like looked up at me and i was like i looked at my friend and i was like guam what is guam i think like, i'd never heard of guam before now i know it's this beautiful little island in the middle of the pacific ocean but i was like shocked at first um and we you know it was just like an initial like Oh my gosh! Like this is way different than anything that we had pictured our lives to look like um moving into any of this military lifestyle um and I was just i had i wasn't even nineteen years old yet i was still I was still eighteen when all mm-hmm. this happened. I was such a baby um and so you know, we talked about his options um originally. When he went to tech school, he was like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, if I do get overseas, I'll just switch with someone in my class and it won't be a big deal. And so that was my first question. I was like, who are you switching with? (laughs) Where's everybody else going? Like, yeah. Anybody going to Virginia? That would be great.
0: (laughs) Anywhere that you can switch that's not somewhere I've never heard of before in my entire life. And of
1: course, that was not – well – I don't know if it was an option, but everybody, he was the only one in his tech school um, class to go overseas, and so everybody was, like, ooing and aahing, Guam, oh my gosh, that sounds, that sounds so nice, you know, Guam is, it, Guam is beautiful, you know, the weather's always nice, and, and the beaches are beautiful, and.
0: When you always say, like, when will you ever go to
1: Guam? Right, and so everybody, everybody in his <laughs> class was, like, ready for him to, like, trade, and I think that made him be, like, ooh you know, I'm not gonna give this up. Like it's like this really special thing that I have. And so Yeah. It was pretty early on that he was like pretty dead set on going anyway, even though I was like, let's switch, let's switch. <laughs> once once he found out was he was going to Guam, um, and everybody else wanted that that duty station, um, he really really wanted to keep it as his own and didn't want to give it up and didn't want to trade away. And mm-hmm. so um you know pretty instantly we started talking about like what that would look like for our, our relationship and since I was on the east Coast, it was a fourteen hour time difference yeah uh, eight thousand- it's eight thousand it's like seven thousand eight hundred and forty something miles i think um That's insane. is what it was what the the distance is three plane rides um we've now figured out it's about thirty hours from door to door um so you know that that sort of long distance relationship looks significantly different, differently than a you know like State a states type. away. You know, yep. I you know even being states away sucks, but to be a whole country and a whole ocean apart from each other, um, yeah, that didn't really look ideal to us. And so we so this is like mid February time range is when this happened, and so of course like we started like, oh, like what what if we get married? You know, like. I'm still 18 at the time. I turned 19 in March. Um, and he would have been 20. And so now we're just little babies. Like, how, how can <laughs> we get married and move? Like, how could I? You're moving 8,000 miles away regardless, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. how could I pick up my whole life and do that? Like, that's not really feasible, is it? And I was loving school at the time. I really, I was doing really well academically and socially and, um, you know, it was it was a really tough choice to make, um, but it was just, like, it was just chit-chat at that point, and then, done, 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 spring break rolled around, and I, like, told my mom what was going on, and, like, filled other family members in, and everyone's really excited for him, um, of course, and then COVID-19 takes over the whole world, and that just drastically changed everything pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... My spring break happened, and then I went back to school for, like, two days, and then they decided to send us all home for um, everything was going to be online. That semester, I was taking four dance classes, unfortunately, (laughs) Um, and then, like, an accounting class or something, I think. So everything was pretty, like, everything was in the studio, and I was, yeah. Yeah, I went from dancing in a huge, beautiful studio to my 5 by 7 rug in my bedroom where when I lifted my hands, I hit my ceiling <laughs> fan. Okay, and yeah,
0: so you uh, even yeah. dance was at home. Right. You guys yeah. couldn't even be together at all. Right. Oh. So
1: um, also, also, originally, I forgot this. Um, we had talked about him because he was going to take leave and rap um, on his way before going to Guam. Um, so there was the potential to get married in Pennsylvania, like at least at a courthouse. Um, Mm-hmm. With our families and stuff on it before he headed all the way to Guam. Um, but since since COVID hit, he was told that nobody is taking leave. They just leave straight from San Antonio to their duty station. So that also changed things pretty significantly in our and I had not like talked to my mom or dad about like <laughs> getting married like pretty seriously at that point. But yeah, it changed our conversations with each other like, oh, this is not. This is not going to be as easy as we originally thought it would be. And so being at home, I had a twin sister. Um, it was our first time away from each other. So it, like everybody came back to the house after after being away for yeah, almost a year. And so it was just like, I did not. Like I had just had this like newfound freedom of being in college and being independent. And I had lost that so quickly. And I was back. And I love my parents dearly. Mom and dad are feeling like, to this. It's not that I don't <laughs> love you. It's just that it was like wow, like this is not, this is not what I thought college was going to be like. And it didn't look like it was going to get any better. Yeah. Anytime soon. And I remember meeting with my, with my advisor at college and she was, she was my dance professor as well. And she, I was worried about being able to dance here on the island and continuing school and whatnot. She kind of told me that like, if there's a will, there's a way. And she actually knew one of her best friends from grad school had danced on the island professionally, and so that made it sound a little better. Of course, that didn't work out for me here because of the show she was in shut down because of COVID. Um yeah. but it like there was just like some promise in that that holy cow, like this this one professor knew somebody who dancing who knows anybody who danced right. professionally in Guam. Like, who knew anyone that even knew right.
0: where Guam was or what it was right. or anything?
1: And so that was like that was kinda of, like the first sign of like okay this will look this will change my life in ways I don't even know or expect to yet, but right. but I think maybe we should try it and then um, I talked to my mom and Malachi arrived to the island May in the middle of may, um so between that March and May time frame, we were kind of in like this limbo of like what what is even happening in the world and what's going to happen we didn't really know um so when he finally got to the island and checked into the office and stuff it took quite a while because he had to quarantine once he got got to the island and stuff but he got here and he was like you know i have this woman back in pennsylvania and like we think we want to get married like what are the options and somebody recommended they were like oh check out double proxy and that was like the first time that we had heard of it and so i like instant google double yeah. proxy and he's like well she said that it's like you guys can get married without being at your own wedding i was like that is not legal <laughs> that was the first thing i thought i was like there's no way that's legal like how can that even how, you know when you think about it how could that even be how can yeah. you get married without being at your own wedding right that's how can you bizarre.
0: yeah how can you not be there right and it still be perfectly fine
1: yeah and so i sent i googled right away and of course um double or the proxy marriage pops up right on google and so I have my old emails pulled up, Um, and so I sent an email on uh, May 19th. That was my first, um, I was just sending her an email like, hey, this is our situation. Like, can you send me some more information about what the heck a double proxy marriage is? Like, what is it? And so she sent me an email with all the paperwork that needed to be completed and the cost. And so we each needed to sign an affidavit. That needed to be signed in front of a notary. Um, Malachi was already on Guam, so he actually did it his online, which was pretty nifty. My mom's boss is a... She's a, she's a notary as well, so I just went to my mom's boss well, to, to have easy. that signed. Um, sometimes
0: that's hard. Honestly, notary, because
1: who the heck is a notary right. anymore besides someone like at the legal office? Right. Yeah, You don't even know. Um, so that... So the affidavits pretty much said that it is my intention to enter into a marriage in the state of Montana. And it is my intention and consent that the marriage will be performed without my personal appearance and that a proxy will stand in. Um, Malachi had to check that he was an active duty military service member and that I was the fiance, which fun fact, I never got a proposal, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, And then we had to write the full name of um, who we intended to marry and... That we were a citizen of the United States. And it was just a standard like, yes, we actually want to go through with this. This is actually the person I want to marry. And then um, we had to sign in front of a notary. And we both had to fill that out. And then we also had to sign a attorney-client engagement um, agreement. That was just for the attorney in Montana. We had to send them our information, of course. And then copies of IDs. There was like a contract for this business as well. Uh, that we had to submit when we paid it cost $600 to get married by proxy it's probably more than that so this is 2020 $600 in, in 2020 which is kind of steep if you know anything about marriage um, licenses when I looked it up for Pennsylvania it was only like marriage licenses are not expensive no no, no they're not all. that expensive yeah. so $600. so you're paying you're
0: paying for the labor yeah
1: yeah the labor of
0: <laughs> being done right you not having to be there um
1: uh-huh. so I, mean, I received all this information on May 19th is what she sent over. So that's what it takes to get married, double by or by double proxy. And then we spent the next two weeks getting all the like talking to our families, to make sure that everyone <laughs> everyone was on board, getting everybody on the same page. Right, and um, being
0: like, hey, this is what's gonna yeah.
1: happen. I'll just say, my dad was the most the most shocked. I kept him in the dark way more than my mom. I was really yeah. worried he wouldn't approve, but it was good. And then on. On the 28th I sent all the paper over and then we confirmed everything on the 20- on May 29th. That was a Friday and then I received an email on June 2nd. That was the following Tuesday that we had been married on the 1st. So um on on that next Monday. So we confirmed everything on Friday and was married on Monday. And it all happened like within a 2 week time period I was just looking at. So Yeah. You know, to be married online. (laughs) then it's And a lot of people ask, like, oh, so, like, did you Zoom in? Like, were you on Zoom? No, Mm -hmm. I I literally sent the emails on Friday and then Tuesday night I received an email that we we had been married the previous day. Which
0: is kind of crazy because you would think, especially going, like, virtual, that they would at least be like, oh, hey – this is your wedding date and time. Um, here's the Zoom and yeah. you can watch. Because I think before when I was looking at all this stuff previously, that you could watch your own marriage. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But, but there, they, are,
1: there are a few different companies, I think, in Montana that, yeah. that do this. So that may be an option. Um, but the they one that we chose. Like... And I think another reason why it went so quickly was because of covid they had stuff like the mail, like, we didn't necessarily need to mail in some of, like, I think, like, yeah. the, originally the affidavit had to, like, have the original signature, so you'd have to send that in the mail. Yeah. Um, but because of COVID, it went all digital. Which, which was, is Which nice. was nice, yeah. That
0: is really nice, too, especially because being, at least one of you being somewhere so far away that it'll take forever yeah. to send yeah. in snail mail. right? So. And I
1: would say that, like... With the time zone that Malachi, because Malachi was on Guam when this was happening, and I was in Pennsylvania, so it was like a 14, or 15 hour uh, time difference. Yeah. And so, like, just like, it would take a day for him to go into the office and, like, talk to his, like, first sergeant, and then, you know, when I woke up, he would have to report that back to me, and then I would talk, and then by the time I had an an answer for him, you know, he would be out of work, and he'd have to wait till the next day. So, it took time with, like, how different the time I, thankfully, it was just about opposite. So, like, it kind of worked out that when I was waking up, he was, like, done for the day so we could talk. and Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was, it was tricky, the time zone. It, it's weird. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, so, that's crazy. So, yeah. your official marriage license marriage date is yeah. June 1st.
1: Yeah. It's June 1st, and it does not have my signature on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Which is just crazy that you did, like... How can that even be yeah. possible? But yeah, I mean, obviously, anyone. So anyone in Montana can do it, mm-hmm. and then
1: anyone active duty, active military, duty military. yep. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah, it is. It's it's an exciting story. And oh, the other thing I wanted to say is that we didn't get to pick our date. So like, yeah. it just kind of, kind of June first is a good is a good day, I think. Um, yeah. But at the halfway point of the year, but just you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> there was so, this, It was just
1: a lot of like. This is what we wanted to do, so we had to deal with deal with what it was yeah,
0: so, I think but. I think that's it's funny the, the mindset you gotta have to have is when you are getting yourself into something like this too, you just have to be like very open right. to whatever is available with the company you're gonna yeah. go with because I mean you you're wanting to get it done, and they obviously know you want to get it done quickly and you have to do it this way, and so if you have a date set in mind, unless that company is willing to work with you on that date just kind of yeah go yeah that the is what it is and i
1: think in our situation we just wanted to be married um the intention because we had talked about like because what what were our, our other options at that point you know the whole a the whole world is shut down yeah we he was not allowed to take leave to come home yeah um if i guess i could have come to guam <laughs> but like with at the at the current time there was a mandatory two-week quarantine policy in a government facility and then on top of that, I would have I wouldn't be able to get onto base because like the bases were shut down at that mm-hmm. point. And, yeah, and you couldn't get a visitor pass, right? And um, that means I would have had to like stay at a hotel, which I was I was nineteen years old at the time. You know, I turned nineteen in March, so I had just turned nineteen. I didn't have any kind of money to like stay in yeah. a hotel until not just until we were married, but until like the military processed the marriage, the marriage, and we actually got a house on base. Um, yeah. And so, this really, I don't want to say it was our only option, because if there's a will, there's a way to get something done. But, right. Um, this was just the best yeah, option this, it that Yeah, this seemed like the best option for us um, in this situation. And then after after we got married, I went. we tried to do what we could to get the military to pay for my flight, which did not work out, unfortunately. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so tell us about, okay, so because Malachi
0: was already here. Right. So he's, obviously, because he's military, so he's here. And when you are a dependent and you're going overseas, you are something what they call command-sponsored. Right. But you got married after he got here, so
1: what does that right. look like? So a lot of this process was actually pretty pretty messy um which it makes sense being 19 and 20 years old and you know on top of trying to figure out how to be married or trying to figure out how to move me 8000 miles away and mm-hmm. then in the middle and, and then and get into the startup covid right, too and the then, craziness um get me enrolled in everything that I needed to be enrolled in for the military it was yeah. chaos so we first started um Malachi of course Was quickly able to get me, like, enrolled in DEERS and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That was all taken care of by his first shirt or whoever, and I don't even know, in the office. You know, someone, someone took good care of him throughout this whole process in the office, and I am really thankful. Thankful for that. And then once I was in DEERS, all I needed to do was go to, like, the closest military base to me to get my ID. That was a really complicated process because... The only, like, the closest military installation is, was, like, three hours away from me. Um, Some military college, some, I don't Army military college in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Um, It wasn't very close, and it's not, it's not a huge, it's, like, not a huge military base. It's, um, it actually looked like townhomes and stuff when we drove on base. But thankfully, uh, my older sister's husband was in the Army for a really long time, so, like, that's where they would go, um. Uh, to get, like, their IDs and stuff figured out. And, yeah. Like, they'd been to the commissary there and stuff. So she t- I went with her, and we took a road trip down, and she was able to, like, sponsor me onto base to get my ID. And then once I was there, the there was two guys who, like, looked me up on deers. <laughs> like, I, I explained this crazy, like, this whole story that I just told you about how we got married, <laughs> and they were like, huh, <laughs> interesting. I'm like, wow, okay. And then, but it was very easy for them to, like, pull me up on deers once they – Once they found me and it was very easy. And then once I had an ID, um, things got a little easier. Mm -hmm. We were hoping like the command sponsorship took the longest. I think it took until August to get that fully approved Malik. I had to go through a lot of steps. Um, and I don't, I don't know exactly what those are. I wish he was here to talk about like the military side of it. Um, but I was not really involved with that. So, but like his first shirt was definitely involved in getting some of those Mm -hmm. steps done. And, um, Yeah. yeah. At the time, at the time I remember I was like, Oh my god, I need to meet this woman and I need to thank her, I need to give her everything I own. because um, she just uh she played a big part in all of that. And so that got approved in August and we were like we were hoping that like the military you yeah, know, I'm a military dependent, you know, I should be able to be on the military right. flight. That's that's the attitude I had. Um
0: Right. Well you'd like hoping,
1: like, you right. know, okay, I'm
0: in this now, so So
1: unfortunately because his so they don't amend his orders. I'm only command sponsored, so I will not be on any orders until we leave Guam. Yeah. Now. Okay. So that means no military flight, <laughs> and that also that also meant no space A at the time because space A was closed down because of COVID. So yeah. that was not an option either, unfortunately. Um. So we bit the bullet and uh, I bought a really expensive plane ticket. Um. It cost. I don't know, fifteen hundred dollars to mm-hmm. get one way from Philadelphia to Guam. Um, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> you know that was a pretty yes. large expense, and I have to I have to shout out to my parents for that because my parents, if I did not have my my parents' support in in that step, I would not have been able to do it. And um, they helped significantly throughout the entire process, um, but financially, especially, they really yeah they really helped to set Malachi and I up. So love you, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> And then so once I bought that ticket, like as soon as I found out that I was like, like I was a part of, you know, the command sponsorship, I was able to be on Guam and it was actually legal and I would be allowed to get on base, you know, mm-hmm. um, but Malachi'd still not like he was still living in the dorms here on base. And so I was like, I bought a ticket, not knowing if I would even have a place to stay really. And so he figured that out. He got the house the day before I arrived. Um, from housing (laughs) that's good yeah so um and he was actually able to buy uh, like a like a, a bed and a mattress and a dining room table and a dresser before i arrived so he had all this and he has a he had a queen size mattress and bed in his dorm room waiting for waiting for the house waiting for me to arrive and um he was able to get into the house and set it up before i came and then the worst part of this all is that i still had to um quarantine of course since that was um Guam law at the time um I had to mandatory 2 week quarantine um mm-hmm. isolated quarantine and so I had been married for months and months and months and not able to see my husband this whole time I fly 8000 miles across a whole country and a whole ocean and what do I have to do wait another 2 weeks two more weeks <laughs> yeah um so I moved into the house all by myself this you know Empty base house with yellow walls and <laughs> mm-hmm. ugly carpet, and spend two weeks. And yeah, your carpet was pretty good. Though. Yeah, <laughs> you had um, good
0: carpet.
1: He would bring me meals from the D-FAC because <laughs> I didn't have groceries. And, yeah, one, um, and
0: you can't go anywhere, so
1: you're expected yeah. to like. Yeah, yeah. He would bring me crazy. food from the fac and we would slide open the door. So he would sit out on the patio, and I would sit in the dining room. Don't <laughs> let your COVID out <laughs> with the screen, and we would just we would just talk to each other. And it was, oh, it was that's kind of sad. so sweet. Like, we couldn't even like give each other a hug or anything. I know, yet, so. but at
0: least you at least got to
1: like talk to each other face to face. Kind so, of. So once I was here, things started getting a little better one thing i regret is that i didn't know i only had 90 days to get enrolled into like prime tricare prime and get dental insurance so if you're newly married in the military make sure you change that over in 90 days it kind of worked out so i arrived he came here in may and i arrived in september open season for tricare of course is like you no know, mid-november to yeah. mid december and yep. We were more concerned about like getting furniture for the house and being able to afford to live on Guam than we yeah. were about. And I was I was a healthy nineteen year old. You know, I didn't necessarily need medical attention. Well, if
0: you've never had to take care of healthcare right. before, right. you wouldn't right. really think. I still don't even think about. I would <laughs> right. have thought about that, like making right. sure I'm in triage. And pray, so it kind of
1: it kind of sucked. And, um, I was. I actually needed to. I had gotten a job in like early December. And so when I finally went to, I was trying to like get all my documents for my doctor sent over. I don't even think that ever happened anyway. But, <laughs> um, and I was like, what about like, can I enroll in dental insurance? This was like late, late December as I was like on the tail end of like getting like my physical done for work and mm-hmm. stuff. And they were like, well, actually, you had already passed your 90 days and, Open enrollment just closed. So I couldn't get on to Prime or um, dental insurance. So I didn't go to the dentist for the whole year. And I was really mad about it. That nobody had told me that. I only had 90 days. That's
0: weird. You would think that would be something like, hey uh congratulations by the way you have a timeline before no
1: one told us you want to do that I didn't know that i didn't know about dental i just figured you could
0: sign up for dental whenever you needed to no it has
1: to be in that open enrollment or like 90 days between a major life event so like if you get pregnant or yeah married or or other other big events like that so good to know um but i think that was like the only thing where i was like oh man like this is continuing to be stressful you know because it was like months later like it was like yeah, almost uh, six months since we'd been married, and I was like, "Oh man, we got this figured out. Everything's good." And um,
0: curveball. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> you don't get to go to the dentist for the next year.
1: <laughs> um, but you'll be fine. It all worked out. I had a healthy year. Nothing happened. That's um, good. So thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank
0: goodness. Yeah. Okay. So, but. So, I, I, obviously, I know Morgan very well. Um,
1: tell us about your weddings. <gasps> yes, weddings. everyone. Weddings. Oh, yes. Yeah. Plural. So, um, so, of course, one wedding. I just explained it all in detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we count that as our wedding. That was when I officially became Morgan Savage. I know I have the coolest last name in the whole world. <laughs> just the um, best. Uh, so when Malik and I legally got married June 1st, 2020, we count that as wedding number one. And then when I... It was very, very important to us that we would at least say vows um, to each other. Um, it felt like we felt so robbed of the experience, I think, mm-hmm. that like, you know, just send an email and then it's done. But, like, yeah, well, it's not fair. You know, every little girl dreams of their big wedding with a big white dress. Yeah. And, um. So before that was like my goal. As soon as we got married, I, like, started planning both weddings. Um, so I started planning a wedding for here, um, on the island, and then I started planning a big wedding for back home. We had our Guam wedding here in October. So I arrived in September, and it happened on October. October 12th, 2020, actually. It was our, I think it was our fourth, fourth year dating anniversary, actually. So it was, like, it was still a special date to us. Oh, that's Um, so cute. Yeah, so, yeah, it was really sweet, and, um. We got married on the beach. It was just, it was just the two of us and then another airman that I knew from the office. Like I like printed, I wrote a script, uh, like I copied and pasted a script from the internet and printed it out and put it in a binder for him to read. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we did like a sand ceremony with the sand from that beach, um, so I have sand from like the like the exact spot still so like sitting up Aww, on our wall. Um, that's sweet. Yeah, and so that wedding was awesome because it was so cheap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had to. I paid for a photographer and a videographer, and the pictures are just beautiful. They are They're so stunning. Um, they are. But Guam They're- is beautiful. Uh, so it's you know the island did most of the work for us. <laughs> um, and so it was. It that that wedding was just so special that it was it was so intimate. It was just the two of us, and it mm-hmm. was like it was really like. It was so nice after being – because we'd been married for months at that point legally. So, like, just, like – just take a moment and, like, reflect on, like, what a marriage really is and, like, what we really want out of it and how much we really do love each other, you know? Um, Well, and
0: that's – I mean, that's the biggest thing, I think, too, because, like – I mean, big weddings with your family are great because it's wonderful to be able to celebrate with your family and your friends. But also, like, it is nice to be able to do something so intimate where it's just, like, the two of you where you can just be very vulnerable because – I'm not going to lie. When I walk down the aisle and, you know, you're saying the vows and whatever, the you know, he's telling you to say. And it's just, like, oh, everybody's watching me. And <laughs> yeah. it's, like, so nervous. Yeah. But, like, when you're just there, that's so sweet. Yeah. Like, together. Just yeah. the two of you. That well, and then, and then you're a little fishy end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. but That um, is very nice. And then, so that like so i had like the photographer and videographer lined up before i even left pennsylvania nice. <laughs> i like could messaged everyone on instagram and had it booked and um it was awesome and then at the same time like before i even left pennsylvania in september i like was touring wedding venues with my parents and i had bought an address for both the weddings so our mm-hmm. plan was since Mal- cause malachi was in bmt over the past and 20 20- christmas of 2019 and then he graduated um early 2020, and so- the goal was because he was planning to come home, you know, that spring for leave and wrap before he came to Guam. Of course, that didn't work out. That's why we got married. <laughs> um, so we were hoping to be home for like that first Christmas. Um, also because we missed our he missed his family, of course. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, we w- we were hoping to get married January second of twenty twenty one. So like that Christmas season. Um. So I planned this big Christmas wedding from, <laughs> from well. Uh, June to September, that whole time I was planning a wedding. I had florals and bridesmaids and a venue and, you know, food Figure Like, everything was figured out. I planned the whole wedding, unfortunately. And that, that, because that was, like, late, early fall, I guess, in Pennsylvania when all that was happening. Like, right before I left, everything looked like, like, you know, COVID's slowing down. It looks like we're going to be okay. Yep. You know, maybe. We'll see what happened. And then, unfortunately, like... And that, you know, just a few months later, COVID had picked back up again for like the winter, the winter spell, and so we were like, "Yeah, lockdowns are going to happen again. We need to postpone this." So we uh, postponed it to the next July. So we wound up having our first Christmas away from everybody, <laughs> alone. Um, not the plan, but it, that was special too to be to be home in Guam for the holidays, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we went so different. Then we went back in. Uh, from mid-June to mid-July in 2021 and had our great, big, fat <laughs> family wedding, you know? Yep. And I, the whole time I was, like, leading up to this, I was like, I don't know. Elopements are the way to go. Like they're just the way to go. They're so cheap and was so beautiful. And the pictures are just, oh, right. they're to die for. And then I had, I was walking down the aisle and, I, like, as we were leaving the venue that night, I was like, oh, the family wedding. I just, uh, it was so, it was so it was perfect. The whole day went perfectly. And it was just a really wonderful day with our whole families. And Malachi's grandfather actually did the ceremony um, for us. And so like, it was just really special that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, everything was family. And after being away from everyone for so long to like, it really brought everybody, everybody together. And I think I I hear military families complain a lot about how when they go back, people don't travel to see them. But it really made it easy for us because everybody was in one big building ready to celebrate us. Um, yeah. So. When you guys yeah. grew
0: up in the same type of area. Yes. Not yeah, the same so, towns, but at least. Yeah. So
1: we're high school sweethearts. Uh, yeah. We started dating when I was 15. <laughs> 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 I was just a baby sophomore in high school. Um, And yeah, he, we didn't go to the same high school, but he lived about 30 minutes away from me and most of our family is from the area too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty big wedding. Like 120 people, I think. Nice. It was expensive. <laughs> but I had two beautiful dresses. Which were... You live it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so three weddings. Uh, people joke about, like, how we're going to have a wedding everywhere we go. Every everywhere different go. duty station, we need to have a wedding just because it seemed like our thing for, like, Why over, not? over a year. Yeah. Yeah, so we had been married legally for a year before we had that that third wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Aww. Three weddings. Also different. Also beautiful. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, really. World. And we celebrate really. all three. <laughs> Seriously, all
0: different weddings, too. Yeah, yeah. all one with full family, yeah. one with just you two, and yeah. then one without you guys at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, so if
1: I don't know if someone were to ask me, like, if I would choose an elopement or a family wedding, I would say both <laughs> it's I, harder, I don't know right? how I would choose because they were both both so beautiful and so special they
0: both are good and I mean it's kind of more up to your preference too yeah. if you're willing to go out and plan and spend the money and yeah. do it like the family wedding is where it's at. I mean, it's great because I think of it as not just—it's not about me. I mean, if the day's about me, but <laughs> I mean, it's about all the family. Get you get to have all the family together, yeah. celebrating together, Absolutely. And I love having the family yeah. together and just having a good time right. and. And all that, too. Yeah. And being in a wedding dress, man, it's fun. Yeah, it is.
1: It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I got two of them. I think that was the best part of it all. I got two wedding dresses. Yeah. We need to have,
0: like, a wedding dress party or something right? where you can just go out and wear our dresses.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I'll fit my dress
0: again, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, because even the elopement is good, too, if you're more kind of, like, on a budget and wanting yeah. to not spend as yeah. much. You don't care as much about having, like, a big wedding right. or and even when you do a family one, it doesn't have to be huge extravagant stuff. Right. So, I mean, it's like, it's to your preference. And Morgan says, go for all three. If yeah. you got to do proxy, <laughs> then an all intimate, and then a big one. Why not? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think even if it happens, like, uh, yeah, it was over a year for us before our big family wedding even happened. But just, just right. to do that and have the time and the picture, like, even, like, the pictures with our family members. Um, yeah. Like, it's a memory. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, just do it.
0: I think about it, too, because, um yeah, because Dave and I's marriage is different, too. And <laughs> we got married um t- together, but then we waited a while. Uh, it was... A year, almost two, almost two years. Oh God, don't hate me because I can't remember (laughs) what year that was. I think it was two. I think it was two years before we actually had our full. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's it's the time my brain can't think right now. But um, yeah. So and you know I saved up and was able to plan a wedding and it was great because and I got to be with everybody, right? Yeah, and party and it's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. So they kept taking my drink away. I was so mad.
1: Couldn't even get drunk at my own wedding. Well, we guys. had a dry wedding because I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. I know. <laughs> <Morgan's> <laughs> a baby. I know. Yeah. So it's been two years now since the, that June 1st, 2020. Um, That's so. crazy. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, yeah, the whole my whole entire life has, has changed. And yeah. the way I view education, like getting my degree is completely different. That was one of the big things for my father when like Malachi called called my dad like we had already decided we were getting married so it didn't matter but he called my dad and was like can I please marry your daughter and my parents love Malachi to death I think they love him more than they love me um, but he was like <laughs> duh yeah of course okay now tell me like is she going to be able to go to school is she going to be able to get a job like what is her life going to look like and mm-hmm. and it was very important to my dad that I finished school and so actually I had we got married in June so I anticipated moving to Guam much quicker than than september yeah and so i had dropped out of school at Muhlenberg and enrolled in uh the university of maryland global campus which is they have like a little branch here um i would like started their their zoom classes from pennsylvania so classes were like at four in the morning in pennsylvania and i would get up and log on yeah so because i was like i was like committed to like moving to guam and like continuing my education so i was taking guam class like classes in Guam time before I even moved to Guam like they started in August I think and that was that sucked. <laughs> yeah no kidding um, but yeah like I said there if there's a will there's a way and, yeah um, that's how it worked for me and so I went from being a dance and accounting double major to uh, I dropped my dance major and was just studying accounting at UMGC and since then I have transferred to the American Military University <laughs> and now I'm studying human development and family studies so you know my life has changed in more than just just mm-hmm. changing my last name um, from moving to Guam. So, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a crazy and exciting and really rewarding two years. Yeah, yeah. it it's crazy.
0: Like all the things that you have, are, like accomplished in the last two years. Yeah. too. it's it's crazy
1: to think. Yeah, about. I I think about it sometimes. I'm like, there's no way this is real life. <laughs> but, like right? it just like how does one's life even like. Go like that or work out. Like, who who moves eight thousand miles away if it's from home? Life. Yeah, right. Anything
0: for <laughs> <to> love. <laughs> I'm not joking, you guys. Morgan Malachi are the cutest
1: thing ever.
0: Too. Yeah. He's, He's the best. adorable.
1: Yeah, and I thought uh, I don't think many people would move eight thousand miles. Would like uproot their whole entire life and change everything about their future for no for a lot of people. But no. um, even and especially when you're eighteen or nineteen years old, you know, yeah, it was just. Um, That's a
0: big deal. You were so young yeah, to yeah. make that decision and to yeah. feel like it'd be okay with right. coming out here and right. not just being like, "No, it's fine. I'll wait for you and I'll finish yeah. school and blah blah blah." No, you yeah. took the initiative and you're like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want, want to, to be that long that, that far yeah. away." Yeah,
1: and I think it's really interesting to know, and I think it's important to note that not everybody should get married, <laughs> double proxy, and just up and move their life. You know, I think Malachi and I were in a really unique situation where we had been together for a long even though we were so young we had been together for so long i remember being 16 years old 15 years old and it was just a few months after we were dating i looked to my friends and i was like i'm gonna marry this man like like i just i just knew and our relationship like has we all have we both have like the same morals and values Mm -hmm. and um if 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 it had always just been like he's the person for me um and my mom knew, and my dad knew, and I think that's really, it's a really interesting point because when I had started telling people that uh, yeah, I got married on the internet, like you, you traditionally at nineteen years old, people would be like, "What the heck are you doing? You're ruining your life!" Like, mm-hmm. um, but actually, that's I'm like my twin sister was was like the only one who reacted that way. Everyone was very supportive and was like all for the idea of me moving to Guam and starting my life so young. And I think a lot of that had to do with how special. Well, everybody I was talking to knew Malachi and knew our relationship, and I, when you know, you know. But like, it's not something to walk into very like, light, lightly, you know. No, because, it's a big commitment. Right? And so because the problem was that if I got here and didn't like it, that was another fifteen hundred dollar plane ticket, and yeah, like, like you know, it was just yeah. it wasn't an option. Like once I got here, it wasn't an option to leave, and you know, there's beauty in that too. Malachi and I have had. I don't want to say nobody else to rely on because that's not true, but really, you know.
0: It is it is the truth, right, though. Like, yeah. honestly, like, that's the biggest thing that I always um, take from moving overseas is, right. like, I, I mean, you meet people who have your back and they uh, do anything for you, too. They become like your family, but it's always just you and your spouse. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, I'm not – when we moved to England, it was, you know, I relied on him and right. he relied on me for most of our time there. And so yeah. you just really grow together too. And it either makes you or breaks you. This is what I heard. Yeah. Um, I heard Guam does that to people yeah. though. It like, it either makes you or breaks you. Yeah. So
1: it's, I uh, think it has really, it has really made us. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, you have yeah. to,
0: you really have to be in the right mindset for it too. You Absolutely. can't just go into it already negative or right uh have any kind of like worries or yeah. doubts at all like, and i would
1: also say that like family support is really big in a situation like double pro- uh, double proxy marriage um yeah I, we actually have had like a, like a lot of i shouldn't say a lot but like three or four like friends from high school message us and be like how did you guys get married like what did, like i heard you did this thing online like can you tell me more about it and like knowing the people and they're like most of the time they're like Oh yeah, my mom b- doesn't think we should get married, but we're gonna do it behind her back. And I'm like, no, there's no, uh, they're like, like there's there's no way your yeah. marriage will work because, like for for Malika and I to be so successful, we really did rely, especially on my mom a lot, um, and so and so many more ways. We were eight thousand miles away from her, but without without the support, the emotional support and the financial support from from both of our parents, it it wouldn't it just would not have worked. Um, I don't think so yeah that's a that's another big thing i would I would add to this is that, yeah you know it's it takes a it takes a certain kind of relationship to to do this well, and it's not everyone and everybody who's asked me about it I have instantly thought, no way <laughs> like like you should not even be getting married, let alone like online without telling your mom yeah like it's just it's just not the way to do things so it worked out in our situation, but in like nine times out of like uh, nine times out of ten in other situations I would be like this is not. This is not what you should do. Yeah, and
0: I mean, you guys didn't go straight for, yeah, let's just do this double proxy by marriage thing. We're just going to do it. No, I mean, you guys took a lot of time and thought. And you had other plans before that didn't work out because, you know, he couldn't take leave. He couldn't come home and all this stuff. And so it was kind of just like, well,
1: what do we do? You know, like what? Like I would also say there are cheaper and easier (laughs) ways to get. Like I would say (laughs) it would probably be easier to like fly to the state wherever you're military members at and probably mm. like get married at a courthouse instead of doing double proxy it'd probably be way cheaper maybe and in the states Who you know knows? but and it would be nicer it could at least be together <laughs> it's true i know um but yeah yeah it's it's interesting and it's exciting and it, it worked for us yeah yeah
0: i thought it was so crazy so yeah when i recorded that episode and did the research i mean i didn't do a whole lot of but i just kind of looked into the double proxy and the proxy by marriage thing and uh i just was like this is crazy like it's really nice that we have that option though if you are in a situation where you just there's just no way either one of you or both of you can't be there so it's really absolutely it's really cool and so thank you for sharing that yeah weekend. absolutely
1: i know it was a long story and there's a lot of complicated parts um but not at all you get three wedding you get three, three wedding weddings. anniversaries now yeah. yeah it was good commissary cake for the first one yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it was good and i'm really really thankful that it was an option for us yeah i don't know i don't know what would have happened if, if it didn't work out the way it did but you know life has a way of of working out in -hmm. all situations no matter
0: what so it does it deals you some interesting cards but it's all kind of what you make of it too you know if you look at it like oh well you could have just totally went the opposite direction and like this is never going to work we're just keep getting dealt these cards and it's just not possible and we just but instead you guys kind of
1: just work together and figure it out yeah. What were, what Absolutely. would have been best? Yeah, and it's really funny because he would have left the island by now. Um, at this at the at this date, he would have left like months ago. So yeah. he was originally on a two year tour here as an airman, but it got extended to three when we got married, and so it's like like over the past few months, it's been interesting to like reflect on like like where <laughs> like what like, like what would have happened if we never if we never got married? You know, I still I would be starting my senior year of school in the fall. And yeah, who knows? He would be somewhere else. You know. Um, at his next duty station. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it, it probably would probably, like, we probably would have been able to pull off a long distance relationship, but I'm just, I'm really thankful that we didn't choose that option, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, wow, yeah. <laughs> Such a good story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: It is. It is wild. And it's such a fun story that when you have children, uh, you can just tell them all yeah. the crazy things. <laughs> right. You can be like mom what you have three weddings yeah. like what yeah are you serious mm-hmm. like first of all i got emailed to let me know that i was married <laughs> yep. so congratulations and associates. then who knows by that time our kids are going to be like um what's an email <laughs> right <laughs> it's like Ew. that's so funny we're gonna be at that we're gonna be at that point now we're like what's an email oh, oh god funny. i hope we don't ever get
1: there it's scary
0: <laughs> uh, but awesome! Mm-hmm. Yeah. thanks morgan yeah thank you for being here thanks for having me yeah see i, really I told you enjoy talking
1: about this okay i told
0: you it got easier when you just start talking yeah. it gets easier yeah. we were both i'm gonna let you know we were both like nervous it's been a while <laughs> since i've recorded obviously you guys know we took a quite a break it was for me it was my fault but um we we're both kind
1: of like oh god it's gonna be
0: like i haven't talked in a while it's yeah. been weird yeah there's Anormals. always
1: there's always like certain bits i miss throughout the story and i have told it many like this is like my most told story i think <laughs> that i've ever stated um, it's a good story it is it is a good story um but I, i'm sure there's bits and pieces that i've missed um but that was that was a good chunk of it so, yeah. yeah
0: well and i think it's going to be helpful too so if anybody is interested in like absolutely the proxy by marriage too whether it's, it's single or double you know yeah. at least they have information from a um, somebody's done, done it and gone yeah. through it yeah i've
1: actually done it and it, it's legit it's actually it is, legal <laughs> which is the military honors crazy. it which is all yeah we were worried about so yeah
0: yeah that's crazy but awesome yeah awesome oh wow like <laughs> totally freaked me out i mean right on <laughs> see now you know that song right Uh-oh. we made uh we made morgan watch uh bring it on because she's never watched it before they're all gonna hate me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Next is Mean Girls. You have to watch Mean Girls. Okay, it's super silly, like Bring It On, but really funny, and you, you have to know because okay. it's all the okay, all the things you can't sit
1: with us. Okay, can't be me to watch it. I'll watch it. I'll force you. <laughs> gonna force her.
0: Um. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. Uh. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on your listening platforms wherever you're listening from. Because really appreciate it. I uh, will have one other episode as an interview. Um probably like the following week after this comes out, which is another really interesting one, so stay tuned for that. And um yeah. Once Veronica gets back, we'll kind of update you on all of our life and what's happening and things like that. I know you really miss our, our jibber jabber cuz this is what we do best. <laughs> we just go off all the time. Um and our true crime, of course, I know. Um, so, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, just go ahead and email me at dependisplaining at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I guess. I don't really use it because, guys, I'm old. I don't understand Twitter. (laughs) I don't get it. But it's, you can, we still have that. Uh, yeah, that's, like, about it. Uh, yeah, so... Double proxy by marriage, something that you can consider if that's really something that, hey, you've exhausted all options and that's what you need to do. There you go, because wherever you go, there you are.